your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. gathering. Mm. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Hello, welcome into The Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. My name is Stephanie. And this is Heidi, and we are here for a temperate Tuesday. Yes. And we're happy yes. about the temperateness. <laughs> I don't know if that's we a are. But yeah. You know, here in Minnesota, the weather's actually been pretty mild. We haven't had any major storms, tornadoes, hail, you know, for over a week now. So it is a good thing. Yep. Yeah, we'll take it because for all the reasons that we don't like Mm-hmm. All the other stuff. So, yeah, it's been really nice here. And so it's nice to have temperate mm-hmm. weather. I love it. Yes. <laughs> so how are you? Good. Uh, Good. Getting settled back in after the the holiday weekend and the travel and all that. And so back to the back to the routine, which is mm-hmm. also nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, how about you? Absolutely. Good, too. Yeah. I know I was out... Uh, playing in the dirt here before the show so that's always good you know um on my back hill it you i found out i went to dig in because i've been planting plants back there i I made it a garden pretty much but i was going to move a couple of plants this weekend and i hit something hard and here i found a hole like a wall of um of flagstones like, so that it must have been like a terraced garden at one point. And I mean, I've lived oh. here for a thousand years, right? So <laughs> not literally a thousand years, but a couple decades. And it's always been a hill. So whoever lived here before us had like a terraced kind of garden. And then they covered it all up and just made it a hill, oh. right? Did you so excavate I, it? Well, I thought about it, right? So I was out there thinking, okay, now what do I do? Because it would be really nice to have like a little terrace back there. But I don't, there wasn't enough stone. So over time, maybe they dug some out. I'm not really sure. They filled it in. But if I were to dig out what I felt was like a wall, it would have collapsed. There's like a wooden sidewalk next to the garage on the top of the hill. I think it would have collapsed. So I didn't want to do that. I'm just like, yeah, that's too much work. So today I took out a bunch of stones and I'm going to make like a real decorative kind of border within the hill, you know, Mm. like sculpting with the stones it'll be cool you know and then yeah. put plants in there um so 
Yeah, it's always fun to do that, but it's a lot of work. You know, your back hurts and, you know, <laughs> I'm old. So any kind of digging of that velocity is a little bit crazy, you know, but mm. fun. It's fun to get the dirt under your nails, you know? Yeah. You know, it's interesting that you dug out something of your in your backyard because we found mm-hmm. something we believe in our backyard that's actually quite dangerous. Um, we f- think we have a gas line uh, running through our backyard. Oh, that oh. yeah. So when we first moved in, we called you know eight one or what is it eight one one right for call yeah, before you dig like thing because we we're gonna put some apple trees in and you know whatever. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to know where the gas lines were, even though the former owner had left us a map saying here's where the gas line is. So you know the gas company comes out and marks the gas line, and it's exactly where the former owner said it was. And we're like, okay, cool. So we we're digging up holes here and there to put fruit trees in and all that stuff. So we've dug a lot of holes. And just a couple of days ago, Tim is trying to figure out, uh, what is he trying to figure out? It's something with the plumbing in the basement. And he's looking at all these pipes running. And Oh, I know, because he had to work on the stove. We have a gas stove. And so he had to pull the stove out. He wanted to turn off the the gas to pull the stove out and, and work on it. And so he's looking, you know, at the gas lines and whatever, and he believes, he's like, there's a gas line running out of the house. Oh. And we're not, it's not to the street because it's in a different spot than the gas company said. So he thinks there's a, there's a, um, and we weren't told this, we weren't, we had no idea, but there's in the outbuilding, there's a a panel that there's a thing for a a heater out there. you know, in the breaker box. Sure. And we wonder if that maybe is a gas line that runs out there for a gas heater. Yeah. Or some yeah. kind of propane, you know, whatever gas. And uh, so, but we're like, oh my gosh, I'm so yeah, glad he be found careful. that because <laughs> what, if, what if we would have dug, you know, oh, I mean, no. maybe they turned it off at the, what, at the house. I, I don't know, yeah, but we don't I, know. And that's the thing that's kind of scary. So I, says, I think there's a that gas line running scary. out of the house. Maybe yeah. to the outbuilding, and I thought, well, if it is, that's cool because then you could have a heat, you know, yeah. you could have a nice heater out there mm-hmm. uh, instead of the wood burning stove that we were going to put out there. And, but yeah, he, we're my goodness, I'm glad he yeah. saw that because we haven't, if you know, it goes in the as the crow flies from the house to the outbuilding, we haven't really dug around there, so that's good. Yeah, but, so you'll have to be careful because that's yeah. yeah, so we're gonna have to sure. figure out. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, a danger. So it says another call to go for one. Well, we called yeah. them last time and we told, you know, we asked them. And so I don't know if they know it's there. So we're probably going to have to call them and say, hey, can you come look and see if there's one there? Cause yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, maybe they have just to make sure just have to, to have to do a little more research or something. Or maybe it was something that was put in by the people who lived there before and they just never. Why would they do that, though? And when they well, have think to that... be done by a professional or something. So I think so. And then they yeah. have to reported or something yeah. like that. I don't, I don't know how that stuff works, but I would I assume someone else has to know about it. So yeah. Oh, it's yeah, the whole point of calling scary. before you yeah. dig, right? So you don't get hurt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they don't even, if they yeah. don't know where they all, where all the lines are. Yeah. Anyway. That's, oh, gosh. Yeah. No, that's, that's a little dangerous. You know, finding these stones though, you know, I think a couple of years ago, I, I, t- I was telling you that when we were adding dirt to the front, we did a whole bunch of work a couple of years ago with the ground work and stuff. And we found a whole bunch of them in the front too. There must've been a terrace, like a wall in the front too, but they were scattered everywhere. I don't know what these people did before us that decided to bury all this, but I put them around like they're outlining all my gardens, you know, up and down the yards and they're beautiful stones, right? They're beautiful 
tan color and golden color and stuff. So I was so excited to find them. Honestly, once I decided, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you know, do the wall thing. It was like, oh my God. And I washed them all off. And <laughs> it's just like gold. You know what I mean? It's just fun. But, um, so yeah, no gas lines here, but lots of beautiful flagstones, which is absolutely fun. Well, that's, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll be fun to get that. I'm hopeful to get that done this weekend. You know, I'll have to go get a whole bunch of mulch. Here we go again. Right. <laughs> get me yeah. I'm a not thousand bags of mulch. I don't know. Oh my care. goodness. Yeah. I've, I'm, I'm banning mulch. I'm so mulched out. It's not even funny. So no I more know. mulch. Last year I did a lot, but I don't think I need so much this year, but because this is a new space now, it totally needs a bunch of mulch, you know, and a few areas need a little bit more. You know, as always is the case every year. But, um, yeah. So, what is today, Heidi? It is our Paranormal Smorgasbord this yeah. week. Our favorite yeah. show of the month. It is fun. Yeah. And it's, um, so, for all of you in the chat room, you know, if you have any subjects you want us to talk about, you know, shoot. You know, I'd like to, we'd like to hear, you know, and we'd like to see what everybody has to think, has to say about them. Um you know, one of the things I was going to talk about was a couple of weeks ago when I was I was super sick one day and I stayed home from work and I was watching TV and there was a show about Area 51, right? And it talked about uh, the whistleblower. Do you know the story? Because I didn't know any of this, right? Because I don't really follow this. But they first of all, they started talking about Roswell, right? And they were mm-hmm. in Roswell and they looked at the field where they stay, say people are still finding fragments of this UFO that came down, the alien spaceship that supposedly they, they have. And then they started talking about how they brought this spaceship and the dead aliens to Area 51. And there was a whistleblower named Bob Lazar who was a scientist, and they wanted him to back engineer this UFO to figure out the reverse engineering so they could build one like it. But he talks about these aliens that they have preserved, you know, and they're doing, you know, experiments on and all this stuff. Have you heard this? I mean, I was like fascinated. I was like, yeah, I I mean, I haven't heard about it for a while. I know I've heard the story before, but it's been a while. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it was quite fascinating. and I can't remember what the name of the show was on the travel channel. You know, it was one of those. Um, but yeah, I had not heard that. I mean, we know, we don't really know what they're doing in area 51 and we think it's, it's UFO things and that they've built UFOs and all that kind of stuff. But that I've never heard that it was connected with the Roswell incident, you know? So I thought that was quite fascinating actually. Um, and then Karen is saying UFOs or UAPs. Yeah, because they changed it from unidentified flying objects to unidentified aerial Phenomenon. What? Phenomenon. Phenomenon. Yes, phenomenon. Yeah, I just read about that too when I was reading about this today. But yeah, so if anyone has any other, you know, information about that, I thought it was, you know, quite interesting. You know, I was like just, and then they went there, they went to Area 51, and of course they can't get in, but they walked all along the, the, the fence, you know, and looked over and can't see anything, right? But um, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. It was very fun to watch. And then they talked about the mailbox. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you, Karen. That's fun. It does. It looks pretty good. But now, you know, I have, it's I need to do some more work now again because that's what happens when you own a house. <laughs> Which Stephanie's referencing to a comment that Karen made in oh, the yeah, chat sorry. room about Stephanie's yeah. house looking nice. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. those of you that aren't reading the chat room, <laughs> um, yeah. The you know what would be interesting with um, Roswell is if they would some point open it up for tours, even if it was just for a little area mm-hmm. of Roswell, that mm-hmm. area, area 51, excuse me. Mm-hmm. It'd be nice, just like a little area, just to say you went in it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be anything top secret. Just yeah. let, let us go in the fence. You, you'd give so many people a check on that bucket list and not have to go to jail or pay, what, $1,500 in fines or whatever. This would be it would be cool. I think it would be cool. And I think there's enough out there now that they've been leaking out or just sharing that it wouldn't be a big deal anymore. Just have some, you you know, something where you could go walk around in Area 51, nothing top secret, let us in, keep it super secure so we can't get through yeah. any other, you know, fence lines. But I think that would be cool if wow. the government just opened it up for a little little area in that Area 51. Well, and here's the other thing. The taxpayers are paying for it, right? So shouldn't we get some kind of little access to it? You know, I mean, Karen's saying the the fact that they don't allow that speaks to the seriousness of the subject. Well, yeah, they showed, you know, it looks like you're in the middle of the desert and there's nobody around. But they, oh boy, the minute they got to that line, well, they had, you know cars coming after him so they have like surveillance everywhere you know and they know exactly who's coming and who's going you know um yeah Kat's saying she's watching it now because I think they have a live a live camera out there right no I think they're talking about Skinwalker Ranch oh Karen oh. started a a side side, oh, a side conversation mm-hmm. okay which contributing to the paranormal smorgasbord, of course. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. so she's talking about being addicted to the Skinwalker Ranch series, yep. and I said me too. And yep, Cat said me three, and then she said she's watching it now. Oh, so she's kind of doing a, you know, double a, a teaming double, with us. A double whammo. <laughs> the fact that our show ranks up with Skinwalker Ranch, I t- yeah. I'll take that. That's yeah, that's I cool, think, isn't it? I, I love it. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah, but all that phenomenon stuff, that that is pretty cool. You know, I, I just never really thought about it before. I guess I've never really watched anything about it. So, yeah, that was that was quite amazing, I thought. So, anyway, I had to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. No, I I think, it, I think it would be cool if we could do some kind of, you know, just a, you have to sign up ahead of time, maybe pass some kind of security clearance to go into Area 51. Like, I get it. Do the mm-hmm. stuff. But. Let people come and get yeah. in it for even just a little bit on the outskirts, you know, right. just to say you stepped into the territory. Yeah. I was in Area 51. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so right? Well, yeah, I mean, because people go to the mailbox all the time, right? They go and they have their yeah. picture taken at the mailbox, you know, and I can't remember what the significance was with the mailbox. Of course, it's not the mail for Area 51, but I can't remember what it's for. I don't Maybe remember. I didn't say. No. I don't know. But, um, you know, Skinwalker Ranch, kind of the same thing, though, because you can't mm-hmm. go there. It's private property. Right. But do they? I don't think they do tours there, public tours. They should. That would be cool. I know well, they're still doing it. sounds open. like they're doing a lot of research there. Hmm? Yeah. But it is kind of open. I mean, it's not secretive like Area 51. Because who well, owns no, the Skinwalker but it's Ranch? Property. 
Yeah. But who owns it? Some, just some property owners, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, someone owns it. Yeah. So it, you can't just wander around on someone's property no. without permission. And they'll, from the way the show looks, they'll come and find you because they've got yes. cameras everywhere. Well, yeah. But I would like to go visit Skinwalker Ranch too. Mm-hmm. Although the whole um, radiation thing had me concerned. That was in season one. I believe it came up. Radiation. It's like, well, Ooh. maybe I don't need to get too close. Mm-mm. Probably to both of them. I'm saying, hey, I'll go visit Area 51, which who knows if that's chock full of radiation too maybe well i don't know i mean it probably well didn't they do so when they were testing nuclear bombs didn't they do that in the nevada desert too i mean so i'm guessing there's a lot of of places out there yeah and in utah too and isn't it in utah somewhere up by salt lake that they say that there's they have another base or something for ufos and ufo stuff the government there's probably bases all over the place and we have no idea yeah Carnison. And some of them we do know about, but some, I yeah. bet there's a lot more that we don't oh, know I, about. I know. You know, they talk about the stuff that goes up on the um, in the Arctic Circle, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And up in Alaska and mm-hmm. different. I don't know. I bet there's locations all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Area 51 just seems to be the most, you know, sought well out. Known. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what? how interesting to be able to go in. I know. It would be cool, you know. I sure wonder what they have in there. Maybe someday yeah. they'll let people know, but boy. Doubt or, it. You know, if they want to invite me in as, yeah. a, you know, cons- we'll go. consultant. Yeah. <laughs> consultant, yes. <laughs> but then again, if you have lots of radiation, forget it. I don't want to go. Yeah, I don't either. No, we don't want to deal with that. Um, so I guess Brandon Fugel, or Fugel, who is a Mormon businessman, owns the Skinwalker Ranch. That's interesting. Oh, yeah, the yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <clears throat> so, well, it's all interesting, and I, I've never been to Roswell. Have you? No, I'd like to go. I think it'd be interesting. I mean, it might be a little, you know. Well, it's so it's so commercialized now, you know. Yeah. But but Casey, I'd was like to there. get down in that area though. Yeah, but Casey was there, and she said, you know, the people there are just very strange. You know, she she wonders if they're all aliens. <laughs> she oh, went maybe. there when she was touring, you know, music for a band um, a few years back, and she just says, oh, mom, oh, they're just, you know, and she would send me videos, and she said the people are just different. You know, they're just not like normal Americans, you know? And I'm like, oh, you know, and she said there's alien well, of course, because it's Roswell. She said there's like alien figures everywhere, you know. Um, crazy. Yeah. yeah, I think it'd be, I'd like to go down to that area just to check it out for myself. Because, you know, wouldn't it be interesting if it was really a, an alien community that's just mm-hmm. living? Mm-hmm. And there could be anywhere. I'm not saying just that area. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it'd be interesting mm-hmm. to see, or if we could ever find out. Maybe we could find out someday, but... You know, mm-hmm. that there's a community of people just living, living the deal. And they're right. really aliens. What we would be considering alien mm-hmm. aliens. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why they act different. I don't know. Well, according to one person, <laughs> but yeah, I still think it would be interesting because what's the, you know, or is it just people who are unique going there because of the aliens? So it's becoming a, a kind of an attraction for people who are, you know. Mm-hmm. Wanting a, you know, 
cool lifestyle, like, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of vibe. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know either. I don't know either. But yeah, interesting. I mean, you know, I think that it might be kind of fun to visit someday, you know. For uh, sure. I'd like to get back down in that area. The closest I've been down there is um, Nevada and then Arizona, mm-hmm. you know, so I haven't gone to New Mexico. No. Mm-mm. I think it'd be fun to go to the four corners there. You know, they say that's kind of a a wild place, too. You know, where New Mexico and Arizona and Colorado and Nevada all meet, right? They say that's kind of a different place, you know? Um, Yeah, Karen is saying she's in the dark zone, so she's getting her yard, like, disconnected. Well, you know, it might be cool if you could just be able to turn it on and off. Like, if you want to go sit and look at the stars, you could shut it off for a while and then turn it back on. I don't think that's the kind of light she's talking about. I think it's one of those, mm-hmm. you know, like a street, light. a street light, but they have in yeah. your farm. Yeah. 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 You can't just turn them off and on, no, I believe. I guess not. But My sister cool. has one. She lives on a farm and they have one that it's on from dusk to dawn and it yeah. doesn't turn off and you can't turn it off. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, Cindy said extended paranormal road trip. Yeah, that would be an extended paranormal road trip. That's a long way to go. Woo. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, so the cool, cool, cool thoughts and men in black and, you know, yeah. You know, when we listen to, um, what is that guy's name that we've had on the show that talks about men in black? He's really fascinating about that. Oh, Nick. Um, Nick, Nick Redburn, Redford. Yes, yeah. yes. I mean, he has a whole book on men in black and he's done yeah. so many interviews and Things like that nature. And yeah, he's fun to talk to about those men in black. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to talk with the men in black. So if any, any people out there know of anybody who's a men in black, get the message out. I'd like to talk with someone. I just want to, off the record, I just want to talk with you. I'm putting it out there. Mm-hmm. Don't hurt there's me. There's women in black too, right? So there's both. I'm sure. Because yeah. Nick talks about both of them, you know, but yeah. So, yeah, I should read his, we should read his book because I think it's probably really interesting, you know, from what he's told us. Um, yeah, I haven't read that book of his. I've read other books, but yeah. yeah. Karen, I know yeah. you're at the edge of the wilderness up there. You know what? Now that COVID's almost gone, I promise I will come up and see you. I miss, I miss, I haven't been up there for so long. I, I would just love it. I would love to come up for a weekend. So okay. let's work that COVID's out. It's not I'm almost sure. done. Let me just, let me just well, stick Yeah, but we're all vaccinated now. We're all vaccinated mm. now. You okay. Know? <clears throat> I don't know. That's why she would have to tell me if she's worried because I'm just, I'm done. I'm over. I'm over it. I'm done. <laughs> I don't care anymore. I've had it a few times. I don't times. think COVID's over with us, though. That's the problem. I don't think it's done with us. <laughs> no. But the flu isn't either. And how, there's a lot of people that die from the flu every year as well. So Not I think like it's always, I think it's always going to be a fabric, you know, of the yeah, world. This is, so. this is different. I don't want to uh-huh. be so flip about COVID. I know I was in the beginning because I didn't understand it. And I have amended my, uh, my idea around it. And I will not. I've, I know too many people who have died from it. And I know nobody that has died from the flu. So... Even though I know people do, we're off topic, so we'll keep going. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so, yes, and Karen, yes. So we will we will get together on a weekend. Um, 
And, you know, I was thinking about that beautiful buddy boy that passed away last year. I don't know what made him come up in my head. And that was a dog that one of Karin's dogs. And he was the sweetest boy. And I just wanted to take him home so bad, but I can't. You know, I can't. With Melly here, I cannot have another animal. Um, And he passed away, I think, about a year ago. And I just, I don't know what made me think of him, Karin. But, oh, I love that dog. But anyway... Yeah, Karen is saying she knows people who have died too. I mean, I think we all do, but I also think that they probably had underlying conditions as well. Yeah, me too, Karen. Um, so, I mean, that's what we don't hear is, is all these people that passed away from COVID, did they have underlying conditions that were, you know, a part of that passing away? But yeah, we don't want to get into that here. But no, I mean, I know... I know the people, some of the people I know did not. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, we're off topic we're off quite topic. a bit. Yep. So, so we're not going to talk about the hatting. Not paranormal smorgasbord worthy. <laughs> no, absolutely not. So, okay. So the other thing I was going to talk about is last week, Jerry sent me this link because, you know, we're always talking mermaids. And mm-hmm. so apparently I'm going to put this link in the chat room. Um, but they have, like, a long, like, three, four hundred years ago, they found this, there's a mummy of this creature that's half mermaid, half, it looks like a mermaid, right? It's got a tail, and it's got, click on the link, it's got a face and arms, but it's definitely a creature. So, earlier this year, they took this mummified creature out and they brought it in for an MRI to see if it was a fake or if it was a real thing. Um, but it, I, it's been in the, you know, they've had it in a temple for all these years. And it's, if you look at it, the poor little thing, it looks scared to death. I mean, what is it? I think it's quite fascinating, whatever it is. And maybe it's a fake. But they found this like between 1736 and 1741. Okay, so hmm. what exactly is it? You know, I mean, it's pretty interesting, I think. Yeah, the picture uh, is interesting. I'm looking at it right now. I mean, and... it looks like it's scared to death, whatever happened to it. And I think it was caught by a fisherman. You know, they hooked it or something, you know, so I don't know if it was dead if already. If it's real. If it's real, right? But how about that? That's quite cool, you know? So we'll have to see. If it's real, it's cool. Yeah. So we'll we'll have to see if, um, well, we don't, I don't know. You can look at the picture. It looks like, I I mean, you know, of course it doesn't look like the Little Mermaid, for example. But nor do I think mermaids do look like the Little Mermaid, you know, or Aquaman or whatever. But this, you know, I mean... I can see something like this in the sea. You know what I mean? But this poor little thing looks scared to death. Whatever it is. Well, that might just be from the mummification. It could be. You know, it because be. of how it kind of dried out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That it kind of pulled tight and it... Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? So maybe yep. it wasn't scared. And now it... Yeah, it looks scared now. But it isn't because it's not alive. But yeah, it may not have been that way when it died. Right. Yeah, so we don't know. But it'll be, I hope they've, you know, let loose the the findings of that MRI. When did they do the testing? I'm trying to see that in the... 
I think it was. I don't know if it says in this article. I looked at a bunch of different articles. It was earlier. It was oh, either this March year. or April. Yeah, it was this year. So mm-hmm. maybe they're still studying it. And I don't know why they would have to take that long to get that information out there. But, you know, I don't know. Anyway, I thought that was really cool. You know, we like to talk about mermaids. <laughs> yeah. And um, that was just very cool. You know, so hmm. yeah, go. that's cool. I, I hope they at least update us on whether it's a real thing or if it's a hoax, or because I believe that there have been hoaxes around for as long as there have been humans around. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, trying to create something out of nothing. Yep, absolutely. It, you know, I know, and that's what they said too, Kat. They said it looks suspiciously like a faked one, a monkey torso with the fish body, but. Did they have the ability to do that way back then? I mean, how would they make it look so real? You know, I I mean, that was, you know, three Well, they could build pyramids how many thousands of years ago that look well, impossible. This is true. So I well, think they could take uh, two parts of an animal, different animals, and stick them together somehow. Maybe. Maybe. I would imagine. I don't know. But yeah, I sure want to. I would like, I hope they let those, like I said, that information out. So we can, you know, they can, I mean, that was the whole idea, right? To look at it and decide what it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it'd be interesting and, to get some follow-up on that, just to to put our mm-hmm. questionable, or questions at ease here. Yeah. I need <laughs> all my questions answered, but I'm just I curious, I guess. I know. It's an interesting too. looking little being. If it's real, I feel bad that it got snagged in the fisherman's net. Well, I kind of think they said it was, of course, how do we know? It happened 300 plus years ago, you know, but um, yeah, so I don't know if the story was they reeled him in and then they killed him or whatever, like a fish, or if he was already dead and they said, hey, this isn't a normal fish. I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, But (laughs) interesting, crazy. Um, Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Things that make you go, hmm. Yeah, that and, I don't know. I feel I feel like it probably isn't real, but that could yeah, be. But we don't. We don't know. Yeah, Jerry says I know a couple of humans that look like that. <laughs> okay. Well, oh goodness. Okay. Well, we're half past the hour already, so we are yeah. going to go to commercial break. Um, this is the Gathering Radio Show on the Para X Radio Network. <laughs> For the light to shine so brightly, the darkness must be present. Tune in every Monday at 10 o'clock for Dark Sun Rising on the Para-X Radio Network. Hey Heidi, have you listened to The Calling lately? Why yes, Steph, I have. It's really good. Have you? Absolutely. It's what I would say is a wild and wooly affair. So does that mean it's a wild and wooly Wednesday show? (laughs) Well, I definitely think that that's true. So you know we listen, since The Calling is the sibling show to our show, The Gathering. Listen to The Calling Radio Show with Jerry and Kimberly Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Para-X Radio Network. Hi, this is Marla Brooks from Stir in the Cauldron. Thursdays are a great night on the Para-X Radio Network. 
On the first and third Thursdays of the month at 8 p.m., it's Tango and Friends, hosted by Bruce Tango. And on the alternate Thursdays at 8 p.m., tune in to Stirring the Cauldron, the archive podcast. Every week at 9 p.m. Eastern, join me on Stirring the Cauldron Live. And then at 10 p.m., stick around for New Aeon Now with Lily Alley, Davron Michaels, and Christine Matza. Finally, to round out the night, join Dr. Kelly Renee Schutz on the Paranormal Encounters podcast. All this, every Thursday, right here on Para-X. Welcome back to the Par- I have no idea where we are. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Paranormal uh, and the Paranormal Smorgasbord. What the heck is wrong with me here on the uh, Parax Radio Network? I think I was trying to say three things at once. I was trying mm-hmm. to say Paranormal Smorgasbord, the Gathering, and Parax Radio Network. So mm-hmm. there, I just said everything. I don't know. <laughs> Wow, I must have, yeah, got all twisted all up in my good. head. But here we are, Paranormal Smorgasbord on the well, Paranormal Network. Well, there's a lot to think about when we do this. There's a lot to think about when we do this, man. There is a lot to think <laughs> the about. The Paranormal that's, Smorgasbord. That's my problem. I have so much to think about. I can't remember. I know, I know. But I, I don't want to well, say. Just, it just seems like there's just so much going on everywhere all the time lately, you know? And Oh, my goodness. It's like sometimes I wake up in the night and I think about things that maybe I forgot to do at work the day before or things that I need to do at work. And I'm like, I've never think thought about work at night before. What is going on? You know? Well, but yeah, whatever. I'm just going to say I don't know what happened. Yeah. But yeah. I don't so here's something that I thought was interesting that I wanted to bring to the metaphysical table for our paranormal okay. smorgasbord, board. And this came up. There were two stories on our road trip that we just did mm-hmm. around doppelgangers. Oh, doppelgangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if we've talked about them, it's been a while. It has you know. been a while. Mm-hmm. So um, so I want to share these stories. There was one that I think they were both, were they at the same location? I think so. Anyway, but I thought it was interesting because to- totally different uh, investigations, totally different. I mean, there's these times that it happened were not related to each other, people and everything. So the first time there was a gal talking to a guy in the investigation. She talked to him for quite a while and then they parted ways in the building. He, the gal ran into his wife and said, Oh, by the way, can you have your husband come back over here? Whatever. You know, I, I need to show him mm-hmm. something. And she's like, he went to bed like an hour and a half ago. He went to mm-hmm. go lay down. And so this had been five minutes before and she said she had a good conversation with him, a lengthy conversation. And I thought, whoa, that's so crazy, right? Because how can you have a lengthy conversation with someone who is asleep in a different building? Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So uh, she called it a doppelganger. I don't know what it is. And, you know, could it be, you know, some kind of spirit manifestation that was playing a prank or, you know, trying to interact? Or could they have... You know, could there have been some kind of being there that was able to maybe move this, per- not physically, but enough of its uh, this guy's energy out to make it look like he was walking around, like possess him almost? Mm-hmm. I'm just throwing things out there because I have no idea, right? But I thought it was kind of interesting. And then the other one, they had 
Oh, this was at the other location. It was a totally different location and everything. That they had a paranormal investigation going on. There were people grouped off, you know, different rooms, different areas. Mm -hmm. And in one of the areas, there were, I think, three people standing in this room. And they had done some kind of lights out, whatever. And within a few minutes, the guy walked out of the room. There was a guy and two gals or a couple of, anyway. And one of the guys walked out of the room and went down the hall looked like he was going to leave, leaving. And they said, are you okay? Are you scared? You know, and he just kept walking. And so they're, they're, they thought, well, this is weird. Where is he going? And so they asked the rest of the people in the room. They said, is he okay? And they're saying, what are you talking about? And everybody's still in here. Mm -hmm. And so a guy that looked like one of the guys in the room left, walked down the hallway in front of other people, left. And, but he was still in the room. So, how interesting, right? So it was. I thought it was interesting that because you don't hear a lot of doppelganger stories, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so to hear right. two of them at two different locations in one paranormal road trip, yep. I thought was weird, especially weird. because they didn't know where we had been on the second road trip, the second location. They didn't know where we were the night before. We didn't tell them. So yeah, and I don't know that they would. I mean. It's an interesting story to tell because it's interesting, but then I thought it was mm -hmm. weird that we have two doppelganger stories back to back. Yeah. Yeah. That is weird. That is weird. Because you don't hear those uh, very often. You don't. You don't. And the only experience I've had was that one down at um, Waverly Hills, and we didn't really see it, right? It turned up in the pictures, that picture that looks like Jerry, and it was not Jerry. He was nowhere near where I took that picture, and it's like a, you know, I had it on here before. I could probably dig it out, but, I mean, it looks just like him, right? I mean, it's mm -hmm. bizarre. But, yeah, I haven't, um, I haven't had much experience with doppelgangers, you know? So... Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't either. And, so, yeah, I thought days. that was interesting. Wow. Mm -hmm. And it makes that you think really about. I mean, this isn't, hey, you look like someone else kind of thing. This was that is that person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so these people had conversations, or they walked by, and it was that exact same person. Mm -hmm. Real time. No, not just like a picture that shows something that looks just like right. somebody. No, yeah. it was happening that yeah, is weird. right there. In... That is super weird. Mimicking appearance. Oh, yeah. I don't... Yeah, uh, yeah. Karn's saying shapeshifters. Yeah, I don't mm. know because could it be some entity there that's strong enough? You'd have to have a lot of energy, a lot of mm -hmm. strength to, to manifest to yourself. Conversation. Right. Into something that appears completely physical. And mm -hmm. can interact as if it's a regular old human. Right. That right. would take a ton of energy, I would imagine. Because if it doesn't take a lot of energy, why aren't more of them doing other things? Not just manifesting as a person, mm -hmm. but why aren't they just doing any old thing? Mm -hmm. Because I would think that, that would be really hard. So if it's not hard, then more spirits or entities would be doing everything else. But they're not. Mm -hmm. So I think mm -hmm. it's not... I think it would take a lot of energy. Yeah. Oh, so I do this, too. I it's do a too. spirit or entity. What kind of spirit or entity, what kind of power do they have to have to do something like that, especially for that length of time with that one where they were having a conversation? I said it was at least a five-minute conversation in the on the oh stairway. Oh, my God. 
That's mm-hmm. crazy. Five right. minutes is a long time. I mean, 30 seconds is a long time. If it's right. Like a spirit. Yeah, they were telling stories about what was going on and, hey, you got to come to, you know, whatever. So, I mean, it was a lengthy conversation and they parted ways and then she ran into the wife and said, hey, can you get your husband back over here? I want to show him something else or whatever. And she's like, he's been in bed for almost two hours. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> And it's That's a good question. Uh, Karen says, to what purpose? Like, why would they do that? I don't know. Because if you can do that, why not do something else? Right. 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 Maybe a split in dimensions. Yeah. Yeah. Karen. I don't know, Karen. It's, you know, split in dimensions. Yeah, maybe. Like, what else could it? I suppose the options are endless at this point because we don't know. Like, mm-hmm. how that works, what it's you know, what's the purpose? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I thought it was cool when I heard those stories. I thought that's interesting. I need to think more about that because the why, the how, you know, all those are interesting mm-hmm. questions for yeah, me. Because we just, we just don't know. That's interesting. Yeah. You know what I think I is interesting if- is how, is how much paranormal stuff we have going on right now. I mean, like, Sim is, like, crazy. Like, we have an investigation yeah. suddenly on Friday night. And, I mean, this hasn't been, especially in the summertime, right? Usually this doesn't happen, you know? Um, so, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. It's just kind of crazy. Um, yeah. So, I'm reading... I'm trying to read yeah. it too. So, Sorry, I'm just silent. Cindy uh, <laughs> commented. She said, Heidi, to your point, not just the energy, but the intelligence it would take to imitate a person and be convincing in right. it. To be able to speak and have the mannerisms to copy enough to be convincing. Mm-hmm. Because if the entity doesn't know that human very well or can't do it, you would think the person that they're talking to, even if if I just met you, and I had mm-hmm. talked with you before, and now I'm I'm obviously talking to you again because I'm ta- I'm talking to you enough that you know we've probably talked before in the evening. So now, if you're mm-hmm. something different and you're bad at it, I would probably think something's not right. Right. So the first thing I'm going to say when I see the wife is, "Do you think he should go lay down? He's not. He doesn't seem right." Oh yeah, yeah. Instead of, "Oh, I just had this. Where's your husband? I just had this conversation with him." Yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's very interesting for sure. The conversation, my understanding is it was about the investigation that they were doing. That because they were in an overnight investigation and there was a the person uh one person said to the other, you know, this investigator, "Hey, you know, talk 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 about what was going on or maybe he was telling her, I can't remember, but it was something about the overnight investigation, which is why they were there and why they were taking turns sleeping and, you know, things like that, because they were there for a long time. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. as far as she said when she was telling the story, this was not anything, he didn't seem out of the ordinary from any other time she had talked to him that evening. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, the kind of energy and strength that you would need for something like that is but yeah to karen's point could it be a dimensional like split or something i don't know that's crazy talk you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's cool it's cool to think about it is cool 
but a little bit scary because mm-hmm. you know they have the the uh, computer programs now that can mimic people, you know, faces, voices, whatever, and do all sorts of things that could probably get you into trouble. Yeah. Um, but then spirits can do it too. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! Right? Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's crazy. Too bad she didn't have a video, like a body cam or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that would really be cool. That would, that, you know what? That would have been awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. too bad, right? Of course not. Yeah. We need yeah, to get, no. yeah. Yeah. I wonder if there's someone that is a doppelganger expert. We'll have to look into that. Yeah, that would be fun to have. We could have a whole subject about this and see, you know, what other stories are out there about doppelgangers, you know? Yeah. Or the theories, you know, mm-hmm. someone does a lot of research on this, what their theory is around this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I necessarily agree with it, but I'd love to hear it. Yeah, you know? me too. Because, you know, I mean, that's the whole paranormal field, right? We all have different ideas about how, how things are happening and what's going on. And, um, you know, there's no real answers, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I just, yeah, that, I'm going to have to look and see if there's yeah. some, and, and if they would get back to me, because there's a lot of people out there that study a lot of interesting things, and then they don't respond to questions, and maybe because they get bombarded, that's, I'm not faulting them for not answering, I'm just saying yeah. some people don't answer, so. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, Cindy in the chat room said, what if the entity was strong enough to not actually be trying to be the person they're able to change the other people's perceptions of them and make them think it's the person even if nothing like them, if it's nothing like them. So they're not looking like the person, but able to change the mind of the person they're talking to, to believe it's that person. Mm-hmm. Oh, my head's spinning. I know. Cause you know, you see that in movies, you know, sometimes where they'll, and then there'll be something totally different, but it's not a movie. So, you know, Either way, that's a lot of energy. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Then you have to wonder, why is there something with that much energy running around there? Maybe it's an alien. You know, they say aliens have the way to do that. And that's what they say. Yeah. Who knows? But Nothing was bad about the interchange, uh, as far as she said. She said it was a normal exchange, interchange, whatever. Exchange is what I was trying to say. Um, it was a normal exchange talking about paranormal investigating. It wasn't anything out of the ordinary. It wasn't anything sinister. It wasn't anything bad. Uh, it's just a normal conversation. So anyway, yeah, cool mm-hmm. though. I just, yeah. it made me think about that. And I, what I, I remember saying when I heard the story is I think I would tip over if I ran into myself at an investigation. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cause what would you do? I mean, I'd say, wow, you kind of look like me. Who are you? <laughs> that would be, I mean, talk about a rip in the matrix. I would tip no over kidding. if I saw myself running around. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Kat is saying the same thing. I said, anyone get a pic or a video by chance? I wonder no. if you maybe couldn't if you tried, right? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's a projection of sorts, like how those spirits project a sort of mental image rather than actually being physically there. Right. Yeah, it's possible, but as far as I know, there wasn't any video. Um, they would have, I would have hoped they would have showed us, but they, as far as I remember, there wasn't any video or anything. So, um, Very cool. yeah, but Very cool. crazy. Yeah, it it really. Um, there's a couple of our investigators that wear body cams, mm-hmm. and it makes you want to get one and wear mm-hmm. it because you never know what you're going to run into. You never do. You know, and we always turn um, 
recorders and stuff on while we're setting up because yeah. you have, uh, you know, the possibility of getting something. Actually, it happened on our investigation at Ashmore Estates. We had, um, we were just setting up equipment and one of the gals had a recorder on and heard a disembodied, or well, EVP at least, not disembodied voice, but an EVP talking with us. We were right there and didn't have any idea that anything was happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we, I always usually, I like to turn my voice camera on too. When we first okay. get there, just even if, you know, because you do capture things a lot of times, you know, um, yep. Karn is saying a quick search says we all have at least six doppelgangers. Hmm. I wonder what that all means. Did you Google well, it? People it that look like Google. you. Yeah, I suppose. You know, I would imagine. But not the spirit kind, just like regular people that kind of look like you, I guess. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know what to say about that. Hmm. Hmm. Cool. It's cool. Absolutely. It is. Yeah, uh, it's, it is cool. I Yeah, it makes me want to dig into it a little bit more. I wonder if Nick Redfern knows much about doppelgangers. I don't know. We should he ask be, him. He would be someone to ask about that, I mean, too. He kind of knows about all that stuff, right? You know. Yeah, so, we should have him on the show and ask about Men in Black and doppelgangers. I think it's time. It's been about a year or so since we've had him on, right? Yeah. We have not last. And I think, does he have any new books out? I guess I don't know. But I think we should ask him those specific questions. He was working he on one when we had him on last. We should check. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, let's do that. That'd be fun. He'd be a good. He'd be a good guest. Yeah. We can. Yeah, because we like those men in black. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just so fascinating when he talks about those. Um, for sure. All right. So a quick plug for our sibling show, the Calling Radio Show, which is on tomorrow night at eight p.m. Eastern time. Uh, I think Kim has the night off this week, so it's just Jerry, and it's going to be Paranormal Babble. So everyone tune in and help him out and give him some ideas. So that's tomorrow night, the calling radio at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Nice. And I have to think about that because they're an hour earlier, and it's really 7 o'clock our time, so it's just <laughs> it's hard, you know? Um, but so there's that. And then... Not that this has to do with paranormal, but I have to say that I, I've been watching um, on Disney Plus. They have that new um, Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. So no spoilers. <gasps> no spoilers, but it is phenomenal. The first one. So I think there's three that they've dropped. I've watched all three. The first one's a little slow, but just hang in there because <laughs> then then it gets then it gets super good. So, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for the next one to drop. No, I can't. I don't know how many there are. There's six or seven of them. I don't know. But it's it's really good. So it's exciting, I think. You know, anything Star Wars is exciting. So if you all have Disney Plus, go out there and watch Obi-Wan. Because nice. it's Ewan McGregor, too. And I love Ewan McGregor. You know, he's bad. Yeah. Yep. Uh, cool. Yeah, I've been seeing it and I, uh, the ads and whatever, and I just I haven't gotten to it yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's silly. It's fun for sure. Star Wars is just fun. But um, anyway, okay. So Karen put a link in here. Mysterious Universe. Seeing your double doppelganger phenomenon. I did mm-hmm. click on it. There's okay. yeah, the doppelganger, and it's supposed to be uh, in German folklore, rape or apparition of a living person, as distinguished from a ghost. 
because the ghost would be a non-living person, right? right. Um, concept of the existence of a spirit double, an exact but usually invisible replica of every man, bird, beast, is a widespread belief. Mm. Oh, and then it says to meet one's double is a sign that one's death is imminent. Imminent. Yeah, okay. Well, we don't want to do that then. Yeah, I don't want to run into my own then. <laughs> right? Eek. No, we don't want to do that. Eek. Interesting. Oh, my gosh. Um also says in the in the double by I don't know I can't pronounce that name I'm not even going to try a poor clerk driven to madness by poverty and unrequited love beholds his own wraith who succeeds in everything at which he has failed finally the wraith succeeds in disposing of his original and takes over Ooh, is that a book I think it's a book or a movie or probably not uh, a movie. They weren't around that long I ago. I think it's a book because it oh, says l- um, or literature. Yeah. Literature. Yep. And yep. the double, it's that. called the double and it was out in 1846. So I'm not even sure if we can get that, but that's interesting that they were thinking about that in 1846. I mean, that's, well, this is, a, I know it's been throughout history. Ancient phenomenon. And I have no idea how to pronounce that name to you. Fyodor Dostoy. I not. Yeah. Hmm. I don't Dostoyevsky. Dostoyevsky, maybe, yeah. Is that it? I don't or know. Like anyway. Mm. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I love it. So doppelgangers, yeah. So we'll have to look into that for another mm-hmm. for another show. I think that would be fun. Um, new History Channel show. The proof is out there. Sky, Skinwalker edition. Oh, Ooh, did you know about that? Check that on out. the History Channel? Definitely have to check that out. So it's a show. It's not a limited series, I'm guessing. Right. So the proof is out there. So they must have like a lot of different subjects, I'm guessing. And, you know, talk about the History Channel. I haven't been keeping up with the Oak Island thing at all this year. Have you? I don't even Tim know. Tim has. I haven't. I have. Yeah. I think ever I've... since we switched, we dumped cable because mm-hmm. that's they're a bunch of crooks. Yep. Sorry, Cable, but you are. And um, so we just switched to doing apps. And um, so I'm I'm losing track because on Cable, you could record mm-hmm. your shows. Mm-hmm. And it would always put whatever's most recent recording at the top so I could stay on top of things. And the apps don't yeah. do that, at least no. that I found. And so no. it's I lose a lot of the shows that I normally would keep on top of. Yeah. And so the apps need to get on that. For me, yeah. please help me. Yes, help yes. me lose my life in TV again. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm kidding. Because I used to, you know, before I go to bed, I'd watch a show and then turn off the TV yep. and go to bed. Yep. But yep, it doesn't happen now. Yeah. They don't know how to do that in the apps okay. yet, which I am sad. I know. I, I, I have a hard time finding these shows in the apps. You know, like out in out on out in the condo, for example, we don't have cable out there, and it's all the apps, right? So we have Roku. But then, and then it has, you know, Netflix and whatever else there's out there. But mm-hmm. it's such a challenge to get in there and figure out what you're doing. First of all, yeah. you know, I know I yeah, thought about getting rid of a- cable too. But the problem is, is that Xfinity has our phone, our cable, and our internet. You know, and to try to break them up, it would be a lot more expensive. So, you know, oh yeah, we we we'll busted keep. ours up and figured out a way to make it cheaper. So. Because I can't, I would rather not see all my shows than pay the cable bill anymore. Forget it. Oh, no, I agree. I agree. But I, I know 
I know they had, um, and you know, internet's so expensive too, but we had people out here from Quest or whatever that is because they have fiber internet now and they said, well, it's, you know, $80 a month forever, you know, and it's super fast. I said, well, I know fiber internet is super fast. That's what we have out on the island. But what about the phone then? Because, I mean, I can get away without having cable, but I need a phone. I think I still need a phone here and not just my cell phone. Well, then oh, that's another. Yeah, see, I well, don't that. I think that's another, you know, 50 or 60 bucks or something, you know. And then with taxes, it's like the same what we're paying for cable, internet, and phone, you know. With yeah, we don't have a so, phone. Yeah. That's why it's so easy. it's like, eh, forget it, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm fine with, but yeah, then we miss some of the. I miss some of the shows, so I'm gonna have to check out. The proof is out there. Skinwalker edition. That's yeah. I'm gonna check on that the out. History channel. Thanks, Kat. On the History channel. Not on the travel channel this time. Yeah, I wish I could remember what the name of that show was that I saw all this stuff about UFOs and um, because it was it was quite it was good. Um, I just don't remember, but it was on the travel channel. So hmm. whatever it was. You know, it was one of those, they talk about different subjects every week, and this week it happened to be that, you know. Mm -hmm. So, cool. Yes, it was. So, anyway, well, we have about three minutes left. Any parting thoughts? Let's see here. Well, we just, uh, I was out walking because, you know, it's, well, I'm doing the 30 miles in 30 days walk for cancer which is not a problem i mean for us my dogs and i we're gonna so you take your your pets and you do a 30-day challenge walk for cancer right so we're doing that so i've been going out at night doing the night walks because now it's nice again Mm -hmm. at night so we've been going out for our night walks and we just had the new moon right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and not too long ago anyway and so definitely been out listening for sasquatch knocking again Yep. So I haven't heard anything that sounds like Sasquatch knocking, but you know, I know I'm we have. We were out uh, in a new area this weekend. Uh, the bugs kind of chased us out, though. You know, we were out there for a couple hours, and then that was all we could handle. But very promising. So I think you know August, September, when the little fly things go away, <laughs> we'll go out there like at dusk, you know, and see what we hear and see, and you know, it'll be fun. But. Mm-hmm. It's really buggy. And oddly enough, no ticks. But the mosquitoes were out of control. You know? Yeah. But it was a swampy area, right? Because it's what Bigfoot likes, apparently. You know? And we found lots of stuff. So it's it's very promising. And there's our music. Oh, my. I guess it must be almost time. But when you talked about going out at night, we've been, every once in a while, we'll go out and see the owls because those babies are almost ready to fledge, you know, so it's only a matter of days. And the other night we were out there and, and they're all out on the branch and we had Melly with us. And it's the funniest thing because they were just looking at Melly and they move their little heads, you know, they kind of go like this. Well, nobody can see me. I know I'm on the radio, but they move their heads really <laughs> funny and they stare at Nellie like, what is she? You know? <laughs> it's the funniest thing, but they're so cute. You guys, next week I'll share some pictures, but yeah, um, yeah they're awesome. Okay. Weird about the ticks. I know because I have seen so many ticks this year, but yeah, not one tick, lots of mosquitoes. So interesting, but I guess we need to, uh, 
sign off. So thanks everyone for listening and to all the troops out there who may be listening. Thank you so much for your service and please uh, be safe. Absolutely. And everybody in the chat room, thanks for all your comments and uh, discussions for our Paranormal Smorgasbord tonight. We totally appreciate it. And thank you, Pair X, for hosting our show again this week. We love being here. And Sarge, most amazing producer on the planet. We love working with you. And thank you so much. And that's it for this week. We'll be back next week. Yes. So we'll see you then. Have a good week, everyone. 